After an expansive medical bill last season, the Colorado Avalanche are hoping for a clean bill of health in 2023-2024. We'll discuss the Colorado Avalanche season on today's special edition of Locked on NHL, your team every day. The NHL season is less than a week away, and Locked On's season preview coverage continues as we welcome on host of Locked On Avalanche, Chris Maselli, to discuss everything you need to know about the Colorado Avalanche ahead of the 2023-2024 season. Chris, thanks for joining me today. Let's start with the biggest storyline surrounding the Colorado Avalanche heading into this season. Yeah, Seth. I think uh, everybody's going to be looking towards these new acquisitions that the the Avalanche have for a team that is in that that window that everybody likes to talk about of of winning, you know, and, and get as many cups as you can in your window. Um, they had a, a a pretty decent overhaul, uh, especially in their middle six guys of uh, you know guys that left and who they brought in. So I think that is kind of a, a big storyline. Is is that is this going to work? Um, you know, and you don't really know until the games start, obviously. But you know, when you bring in guys uh, like like Ryan Johansson, that that was a, a pretty big move, obviously. And you, you bring in uh, Jonathan Drouin and Ross Colton; those are like like the big three. And you know, late recently, Tomas Tatar is now in your third line, kind of shores up your third line. You know, you lose guys like Alex Newhook, Evan Rodriguez. You traded. Um, uh, you traded Alex Newhook, uh, you know, so, so you, you, you have some turnover there. So it kind of remains to be seen. This is, there, there is a, a big kind of question mark of, of how this is going to work. They clearly think it's going to, and, you know, early returns in, in the preseason, things have been going okay. That's the preseason. So, I mean, we're not going to get too excited about that, but as far as fit goes, you like the fit of the guys that they brought in. So, uh, yeah, I, I think storyline-wise, that on the ice, it's that. And I'll give you an extra one off the ice. It's the Devontae's contract. Can they get a, an extension done for him between now and, and sometime during the, the regular season? Uh, or do they ride that out and play the free agency game with him? Who, I mean, do they, do they really want to chance that? It remains to be seen. Word is that that they are trying to hammer something out, but uh, it's it's wait and see there. Um, you alluded to a bunch of the acquisitions that the Avalanche made. So which one would you classify as the biggest that the Avs made this offseason and why? You could make an argument for just about any of those, the big four ones that I mentioned. For me, I, I think it's the, the Ryan Johansson one. Um, the Avs last year tried this, you know, two C by committee um, with with Alex Newhook and then you know JT Confer, and it it didn't work out. Confer had a, had a good season, but he kind of really overextended himself last year. I don't think you're really going to see another season like that from him. Um, the, you know, they have not had a, a genuine two C since Nazem Kadri, and I think they're kind of hoping. Uh, Ryan Johansson is kind of like, uh, kind of like a Kadri 2.0, um, and I think he has that kind of makeup. I don't, you know, again, Kadri's last season with the Avalanche was was ridiculous. 
I think it was like 81 points or something like that. Maybe a little bit higher than that. I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, fantastic season by him. They're not expecting that from Ryan Johansson. I think all of those other years that Kadri had with, with the Avalanche, I think that's what they hope that he, he can provide for them somewhere in the 50 range to low 60s. Um, and he gives them some grit, which is obviously what Kadri gave you too. He's kind of known for that. Um, you didn't have that with guys like Alex Newhook or JT Confer. So they get that back in him and they really needed to find a, a genuine 2C. And I think at least for now, they, they have it with, with Johansson. Who figures to be the most important Avs player this team, uh, this season and what makes them so crucial to the team's success? I have a feeling I know which way you're going here. Oh, I don't think you do. So, see, I'm going to throw you a curveball here because it's okay. so easy. It's so easy to, to go with the stars, right? It was too easy for me to pick Kale McCarr or Nathan McKinnon or even Miko Rantanen. I'm going to go with Val Nechuskin. Alan Shusgan is a very, very important player for, for this team. Um, and I think this year, especially because number one, like they're not going to have Gabe Landeskog, right? He is going to be out all year. There's grumblings about could, could he return for the playoffs? I'm not going to touch that right now. Okay. Like that, that's, that's down the road. He's at least, he's not going to be there for the regular season. Val Nechuskin needs to give the avalanche what Gabe Landeskog does. And that is that grit. That is that almost like sandpaper like player mixes it up in front of the net. Um, he's one of the best four checkers in the league. Um, easily the best four checker for the avalanche. So he, he will continue to do that, but he's going to need to really kind of like step up his game and not, and be a little bit more durable. He hasn't played like he's missed a handful of games the last few years, especially years he's been with the Avalanche. So I would really, if, if he can be out there, you know, the majority of the games, um, I think that takes care of itself, the production, but he's important. He is very, very important to this team. And I think there's a little bit from the fan base, a little bit of that, hey, what happened in the, the postseason last year in Seattle? A lot of people think like if nothing like that happened and he was around, could have been a different ending to that that series and that's solely just you know based on the Chuskin not being there so yeah the, the McCars McKinnons clearly those guys are important right. uh Valentin Chuskin is is equally as important to this team right now okay uh let's talk breakouts breakout candidate that may be a little off the radar for this year's team I think he's he's known in you know people who really follow NHL but maybe a guy that can become more of a household name I, I'm gonna go with Bo Byram um, I, I think he, he, you know, he got a new contract, but it's a bridge deal. It was nothing, you know, earth shattering. Um, he's got somewhat of a injury history. So I think the abs want to see him take that next step. And I think he is absolutely capable of doing that. Um, this come also comes into play with the whole Devon Taves thing too. If he plays spectacular and Taves is just too much, uh, he could he could slide into that spot alongside Kale McCarr, and I feel like the Avs feel like they they really wouldn't miss a, a beat. Um, I I love that word Moxie, <laughs> and he's got it. You know he 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 is he has a confident way about him. He knows uh, his skill set. He knows his ability. Um, I think he's overcome those injuries. Knock on wood, but um, I do. I think he he's primed to kind of like take that next step. 
and and be that number four overall pick that they have been. He's been good. He's he's been good. He, I don't want to say like he has. He's been, he, nobody's using the word bust around him, right? But for him to be that consistent player for the Avalanche that they need on that pairing, um, I think he's ready to do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, big question now. Mm. What does a successful season look like for the Avs this year? And flip side, what happens if they don't achieve that level of success? So, yeah, this goes back to the the window thing, right? They're, they're in that window, so they're they're expected to produce. You know, first-round exits, it's not really acceptable for this team. Um, and I think you saw that in what they did in the offseason. Like, no, th- things aren't working. We're not going to wait around for Alex Newhook. And maybe he's just not the right fit. So they unloaded him, right? So I think that they're, part of it, and I'll back up a little bit, part of it is having a, a season with minimal injuries. It's a, you know, a simple thing to say. Has not come easy for the Avalanche. So I think the front office would love to get through a season with minimal injuries because then I think all the other stuff kind of takes care of itself in terms of, of wins and points and, and kind of hopefully getting through uh, the playoffs. A deep run in the playoffs is what's expected. Is it a failure if they don't win the Stanley Cup? I mean, if they get there and lose in the Stanley Cup finals, like I don't think anybody really say that that's a failure of a season for any team. Um, But for the Abs, they do. Like they they do not. They cannot have another first round exit. They don't. They don't want that. They're they're built to go beyond that. Um, If if it happens, if something like that happens again, where they don't, I think conference finals is at a minimum for them. I think that's what they want at a minimum. If it's anything less than that, the Avalanche aren't built to just have these massive overhauls and and you know, uh, I like clean house in terms of like Jared Bednar is not going to get fired. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to you you have your core and your core is not going anywhere. I think what the Avalanche do is kind of what they did this past off season figure out why it happened and then plug those holes again in the off season and, and go from there. But I don't just think you see this whole thing like, Oh, it's not working. Let's blow it all up. They're confident in their coach. They're confident in their skill players. Um, and if things don't go the right way, okay, why? And let's just address those few things. We don't need to go after all stars, superstars all the time. For more on the Colorado Avalanche, make sure you follow Locked on Avalanche on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube so you never miss an episode. And make sure to check out the season previews for all 32 teams across the Locked on NHL channel, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.